Hi guys, my name is Merce and welcome back to Wild and Basic. Uh, I can't believe this is the second episode of this podcast. Today is Wednesday and, you know, I, I am back in the office recording. It feels very strange, honestly, to sort of back to real life. I know I talked about it last week, about the change and, you know, how everyone is adjusting to this new normal know, going through things. Um, Honestly, because I know everyone was like, I don't know, going through, you know, this new change and seeing how things are going. So other day, as usual, I was spending so much time on TikTok. I know some millennials, they just like gave up on TikTok since like they're back to work and, you know, they're out of quarantine. So no one, they don't care. But I still have to say I love TikTok. It's been it's been a really, really uh, good platform for me. I have to say, I feel like a lot of people just, you know, set up our last uh, episode as well, that like how TikTok is just for, you know, lip syncing and stuff or funny stuff. It actually has a lot more content to it, which is why I like it so much. Uh, there's so much about like, you know, learning about your business. If you have a small business or learning about social media, if you want to grow on social media, there's just so much to it that you can learn from. But there's also so much reality to it, which is why I like it so much, because I feel like half of the time on social media, people are pretending to be someone else or something else, even that they're not meant to be or they're not. So it's very fake. And it's essentially like illusion that you're thinking that this is who you are or this is who they are. And that's kind of like who they are trying to make you believe that they are. So that's one of the reasons I like TikTok so much because I feel like people are so real there. At least most of them, I feel like. There are still some people that, like, who are on Instagram probably posting the same content that they will, call, they will post on TikTok, which, like, I can tell super easily that it's those people. But so I was scrolling through on TikTok, and I saw this video from this guy. I just totally forgot his name, but he was captioning about, like, that how when he was at his lowest in his life, but nobody knew that, you know, he was. Um, he showed a couple of pictures from his Instagram, you know, that how he was smiling and he had like brand partnerships and stuff. Um, but, you know, he still went through it and no one knew that what well, he was going through it. And this kind of hit me and I just thought like maybe we can talk about it um, as a topic for this episode. Um, because I think as it is, I don't want to sound super um, pessimistic or like depressing in a way, but I just feel like there are sometimes like in our lives that like we have these lowest moments and it's important to just like uh, talk about them and see why uh, or what is happening that like you can, you know, uh, think about or discuss it. Uh, that's why I thought like it's very important. I think um, when I was going through it, and first I will talk about, like, when you're at the lowest point of your life, what happens is that, like, depending, I guess, on what kind of person you are, maybe a lot of people would show that, like, they're at the lowest point of their life, or, like, you know, like, the people would know that they are not happy. For me, I guess maybe it's because, like, I have been so used to just faking things or just, like, pretending that, like, everything was okay uh, for my, I feel like, whole my life. So no one would knew that I was sad or I was just 
lowest point of my life. Uh, just like that guy was showing it on Instagram. For me, it was like it was like that on Instagram, but it was also like that in real life. Like I wouldn't show it to everyone, anyone that like I was not that person. I was people literally anyone who you would ask that who I was. Uh, the first thing I feel like they would describe me as that um, I am always smiling or I would be always happy. And they would ask me like, oh, you're always happy. Don't you have any problems in life? Or like, do you have any other problems? That's what they would just think about that. Like, I don't have any problems, you know, or I just don't have any, anything that bad happened to me, you know? Um, truth is like it has, and I just feel like I have been keeping it so much uh, inside. Um, and I feel like it's normal that people do or maybe it's just like it felt normal for me uh, I think for the past couple of years or pretty much my I feel like my entire life I always kept things for myself and I just thought like that would be easy for me or I just thought like it would be just the way it is for me that like people don't have to know about my problems or don't have to know about the lowest point of my life that I don't know it's just not fun you know not fun to talk about your problems or what causes those problems or why you're sad you know I feel like worse for me is that like when you talk about those things that's what makes you super super vulnerable and I feel like being vulnerable it's not really fun, especially it's not fun when you're talking um, about your vulnerability to someone that you care about or someone that you think that you don't want them to know about. I don't know. I feel like when you talk about your vulnerabilities, and this that's what I used to think about, that that makes you weak because you're vulnerable. But I think uh, at the end of the day, we have to realize that um, those things makes us who we are when we are vulnerable um, or when we are sad. It's just, you know, when we have those moments, everyone has those moments. So um, it's important to just talk about it. So that's what I want to talk about today uh, to just go through it, to, like how I dealt with my my lowest point of my life uh, versus how you should be doing it because I have made a couple of mistakes, probably a lot of mistakes, I mean, um, just like everyone else. But I feel like some of the ones that I have made that could be useful for you guys that like you wouldn't, hopefully you wouldn't make the same mistakes because I think um, so many times that like you would think at a certain age that you wouldn't make those mistakes. But I feel like some of the times that like the mistakes we make is not because uh, of our age or anything. It's because of the circumstances or the way that we grew up shaped us who we are. And that's why we make those mistakes. So I think it's important to mention why it happens. Starting a podcast. I know, sounds really stressful, right? But Anchor is here to make it easy. Let me explain. It is free, and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And the best part is, you can actually make money from it with no minimum listenerships. And it will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and any other place you want it to be. It's literally like everything you want in one place. Download the free Anchor app 
or go to anchor.fm to get started. I think the first mistake I have made uh, over the years, especially when I was having one of those moments, uh, and I think lowest point of life, it cannot be just one thing. It can be like cumulative of a bunch of events that has happened, and it's sort of maybe done to you at that moment. Um, you know, it could be maybe you're not at the right place in your career or your life or, you know, like maybe whole other things here with your family, friends, I don't know, dating. There's just so many aspects to it that that might not be right for you or it might not be happening for you at the moment. Uh, so those, those could be things that, that could like, you know, lead you to thinking that like you're at the lowest point of your life or it cannot get any worse. So I feel like what happens is that like, for me at least what happened was, I think first time what was happening to me was, I think it was in college. How I was, I think, applying to colleges and I applied to I think so many colleges actually. And I even took SATs twice. Uh, I even took ACT, but um, I mean, I did got like a decent score I would say but I didn't get into the schools that my parents wanted me to get into. And it wasn't like prestigious schools that like they would think of that like, uh, or they wanted me to go to. So I think that was my first part. Like I, I felt so, I don't know. I felt so like, oh my God, I'm such a failure. I can't believe I didn't, I I couldn't get into, you know, those schools. Um, It just made me feel so, I don't know, useless, I guess, in a way. Um, Now that I'm saying it, like, it just doesn't feel that bad. But, like, at that moment, it was just so bad for me to, like, because I feel like I was always wanted to, you know, impress or, like, impress my parents, I guess, or I always wanted to show that, which is another topic we will talk about. But, like, this is more, like, how it caused to that. But it wasn't just that moment. It was that. And I remember during the summer, when before I was going to college, I was literally looking for jobs and stuff. And I couldn't find a job, which uh, actually caused me to have a talk with my aunt because I actually grew up with my aunt like most of the time. So that was just talking about how, I don't know, like how I couldn't find a job, how it wasn't like, uh, I don't know how I was such a failure that I couldn't find a job. And it just that kind of added to that too, because I was like, oh my God, I couldn't find a job. Like, kind of a person I am that like I couldn't find a job you know like I could have kind of like I could have found the simplest job maybe you know uh but I couldn't so that that kind of added up and afterwards uh when I left for college it was just you know because I left especially like on my birthday then I was like in a different town in Boston it was like I didn't know anyone or anything like that that was like first part of my life that like I kind of felt like Oh my god, I am the like I'm at the lowest point of my life that this is happening. It's just like I didn't feel like I belonged there or anything like that. So it was just really making me um, anxious, and also it was making me feel not not happy. So at that moment, uh, I think one of my first mistakes I made that like I think when you're in these moments, you kind of let those feelings kind of consume you which is, I feel like, super normal when you're feeling something so deeply, especially when you're feeling that failure or uh, maybe 
that feeling that like uh, some other people have those things but you don't have or some other people got those things but you didn't uh it just kind of affects you and it starts to kind of consume you and it's just like i feel like maybe it's not the right terminology to use but for me at least it feels like a drug you know i feel like you know when you take a drug maybe for the first time you're like yeah it's not gonna happen you know it's not gonna consume me but like once you keep once you use it once or once is fine i guess but maybe like if you keep using it multiple times it starts to consume you and you start to wanting to make more and more so that's essentially how the feelings are sometimes especially like these kind of feelings uh and it ends up being like you want to spend more and more time on it and it's just because maybe you didn't process it that's why what's it's happening you always wanted to open it up because you didn't process it at that moment and i think that's what it was for me maybe i didn't have time to process it it's just like i was lonely and i was at college and you know it was just uh i didn't i didn't have so much time to process things so i i guess like every moment i was literally looking for 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 it to just uh consume me so that like i would not have to deal with what's happening to me at the moment and i think that's what's uh very important to discuss is to have a plan to get out of this lowest point of your life when you don't have a plan um you're not going to get it out of it or you might be thinking that you are but you are kind of like um i don't know you're you're pull, pull, putting this facade that like you are going to but you're not so i think it's important to have a point like plan to like how are you going to get out of this and second mistake i think i realized that i didn't do is to like deal with it right away so this is one thing which is like a bigger bigger topic to talk about but life has you know moments so some moments we are happy some moments we are upset some moments we are sad you know there are all these kinds of moments and they are there for a reason it's just that's how life works um when we are sad or when we are at these lowest point of our lives if we don't deal with it at the moment it might come up later on and it might not turn out that good so it's important to deal with it at that moment Uh, I didn't deal with it at that moment, which is why I feel like it really affected me the whole way how I dealt with my first year in college, or just like first semester in college, how how it affected my grades. My GPA was the lowest in my first semester of college. It was just not good. I was not doing so well. Uh, I was even, I think, rude to my roommates that I was rooming with that in the dorm. So I think like. I had so many things that was bottled up at that moment that I didn't I didn't think that like it affected others but it really did. So I think it's important to deal with those things and have a plan to get it out of it. Um and that's what I did I think was my second semester I kind of started to think that like oh this is more my this is how three year next three or four years of my life is going to be it's going to be at this college it's whether or whether or not I like it or not it's just my you know choice it's it's my life right now I have nothing else I can do with it so I have to go through it and I started to realize that like uh you know I can do certain things that that makes me happy at this place that I can you know go forward because I think first year it was difficult for me was because you know I was out of town like I was I didn't know people it was a completely different environment but then I started to realize like there's so many things I could do at you know college 
I was in the swim team, uh, which made me happy. Uh, then I also joined the like, dance club, which I could end up dancing. And I started like, you know, taking other extracurricular activities that I could, you know, join and, you know, talk to other people. So I think it really helped me a lot. I think my first semester, I didn't do that. It's just because like, I was like, I don't think this is my life. I don't want to do this. But then I realized I didn't have a choice, so I had to make the best out of it. And I feel like that's what you need to do sometimes in life. Just make the best out of things uh, so that, you know, you can move forward. And that's how I feel like lowest point of our lives can turn into something better. Or it's like, yeah, I feel like it's sometimes those lowest points of your life. You can really discover something new about yourself that you didn't know before. I think another thing that made me um, kind of feel like I was like the lowest point of my life, uh, I was even just checking out my um, journal, online journal that I used to write. Uh, I still write sometimes. It does really help me with my mental health. That moment that I checked, like I was like the lowest point of my life. I was like just complaining, I think. But I think one of the reasons also because I didn't have the support system that I have today. So um, I'm going to say a little bit about me. This is, I don't think a lot of people knows about me or maybe most of them, they assume, but they just don't know. Um, so I don't really have a close family. So my, this is hard to say. So I'm not really close with my mom. I'm also not really close with my dad either. Um, like, uh, they are all kind of, they're in different country, first of all. So uh, I came to this country by myself and, you know, studying and everything all, which will be another story we can talk about like that more if that's, I mean, you guys care about, but I'm just trying to explain like how I didn't have that support system. I had my sister, uh, but when I first got here, she was not here. She was in a different country. So she came here later on. Um, and it was very difficult to, I was very close with her, but it was very difficult to talk to her whenever I needed her because of the time difference and everything. It was just so hard. Like The times I wanted to talk to her, she would be sleeping or the times that she wanted to talk to me, I would be doing something else. It was just not working. Uh, so it was, uh, very hard and I didn't really have anyone else either uh, as I said I wasn't really I was with my aunt uh, when I got here she did help me with a few things apply for college and everything all but I would say she wasn't really the she just isn't like I don't think she was very familiar with like taking care of my kids so um and that's normal. I wouldn't like blame her for anything like that. But I wasn't really close with her either. She was more like there to guide me through it. But it wasn't like super close or support system that I would add. So it wasn't that. She was more like a professional help for me or like a mentor-ish. But I wouldn't say like super close mentor. So uh, And I didn't have like close friends or anything. So it was very lonely. Uh, and I think this is what happens say, at the lowest point of your life. And especially for me, I guess, maybe because, like, I was just so used to just being by myself. Uh, I just had to, and I don't mean, like, by myself, literally. Sometimes I feel like you could be with people. You might have a crowd, but you could still feel like you don't have anyone else to talk to. And that's very normal. 
Um, so, and I think uh, when I was at like lowest point of my life, uh, this moment, especially I, during the college or uh, the first year or during most of the time in college, I guess, and after my sister came, I felt very lonely and I didn't have that support system. Um, it was just very hard for me. Now I have a completely different support system that I am so, so grateful for. Uh, because before, whenever I would feel sad or anything like that, or any, I had anything to talk to, I really didn't have anyone to talk to. So uh, then that just gets, that's just so hard, I have to say. It is very, very hard. Um, and I think that had like different, I had multiple reasons why I didn't want to even say this to anyone or share with anyone or I didn't really, you know, have people to share with. Uh, I just thought like, you know, who would want to care about my problems, but also like I didn't have people to talk to that like they would want to care about. So I would just keep it by my, like, it would be just, I would just think about how I can solve by myself and it would just sometimes eat me up. And that's what some things do, I feel like. We think that like when we have a problem, let's just say um, I don't know, you have a problem with your uh, work or maybe you're trying to build a business, you have a problem with that, it's, you know, it's very hard to build a business or you have a problem with your, um, I don't know, like with your dating life, you know, it's possible, dating is very hard too. So I feel like there's so many things like it's just that could be possible and you might and someone might, someone you're telling about that might not potentially understand. And that's what I always thought about that, like, oh my God, even if I tell them what is going on, they're not going to understand. Uh, but I think the reality is, even if they're not going to understand, at least you're going to get this out of your chest. And that's been, that's very important, I think, uh, which is at that moment for me or at that time, I didn't think that it was that important because I'm, I was like, if I can't find a solution, I don't know how important this could be for me because I don't know. I just like, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. So I was just keeping it for myself and letting myself bottle up the, all those things. And I'm telling you, it is very, very hard. <laughs> you could be a super, super strong person, but if you don't have a good support system, you can you cannot get through this lowest point of your life. It is important to have those people in your life that they can help you, you know, um, you know, stand up and can always be behind you. So there's one thing I would, bunch of story that I would share, which made me think that I was in the lowest point of my life. Um, this, I feel like I have shared this with, I don't know, with my sister, um, with a few people, I guess, maybe, um, but I haven't really shared this in public or anything. So this is also back to college members. I feel like there are so many things that I have learned during college that that was important for me and yeah, so I graduated from college actually three years, like in three years because I had like extra credits. Uh, so it really helped me. Um, so when I was graduating, my aunt did also come, you know, for my graduation and also my sister came. So it was, I think, one of the best things for me that like they came to support me because whenever I was, you know, first year, second year, third year, you know, I had my swim meets and I had some other, you know, dance recitals and stuff. Like it was like shows, I would say. Um, no one, 
no one came. So it was very, very hard for me. I did feel very lonely. So it's very important for me that like they came. But that was also the day that I felt like, oh my God, this is the this is probably like the lowest point in my life. I can't believe this just happened. So some reason because my my aunt is from DC, so she actually um so she bought a ticket to go back to DC and we, me and my sister, we were actually going to go to New York city because I actually had an internship opportunity. So we were going to go there and stay together. And she was possibly look for a job at a hospital or something. And I would be looking for an internship. I would be starting my internship. So that was the plan. And I didn't think that I would be leaving my graduation that fast, you know? So what happened was like, I guess my aunt bought the ticket. So like right after graduation or something. So she really had to leave. And she was the one who was supposed to, you know, you know, drop us off at the station so we can take the bus to come to New York City from Boston. And she would take, she would go to the airport. So what happened was like graduation and it literally just ended. And she had to tell me that like, oh, we have to leave. So um, that was like, I don't know. It was just so hard for me at that time to just leave people that I probably would never or might not even see at all because I, I mean, I spent like three years with them because I, I don't think I would ever go to Boston or that area. So uh, I didn't get to see them or say bye to them, even my roommate that I was close with. So it was very rushed time for me. Uh, then I just left without saying goodbye and stuff. I, I just felt it was just so rushed to leave like that maybe it doesn't mean so much so much to say now or maybe it's not such a big deal but at that time I know so much that it meant uh, it was so so hard for me it really felt like she didn't come for me or anything like that I don't know it was just so hard that time to share uh even sharing this thing now it was just very hard um yeah, I just felt so low. I'm just like, wow, uh, I really wanted this to happen so much, like someone to come for me, be there for me. But then they weren't there for me. Now they came and we had to rush like this. It just didn't feel right. Uh, and I felt so low at that moment. But I think only thing I was glad at that moment was that like my sister was with me um because her being with me at least made this like whole thing okay. Uh, that's why like it might sound... Uh, like it might sound super sad, but like it, I think at because I was with my sister that time, it really made things okay. And because it was just so hard for me to just you know say goodbye like that, uh, especially because like I really felt so hard to make uh, I don't know like blend in or kind of like be a person in that community. So uh, leaving it just like that, <laughs> rushed like that. Uh, it really hurt me. So, and I felt really, really bad, really sad. So, uh, but what I'm trying to come at to is that uh, because I had my sister, um, I was okay. I feel like if I didn't have my sister, I would have not come from that and, you know, made uh, made a progress. I feel like because I had her, uh, I made a huge progress. I think there are also a few other things you can learn from uh, being from being in the lowest point of your life. Besides the fact that like you know things are not working, uh, it's also important to just like change your perspective and attitude on things. Not to say like you're doing something wrong or what you're doing is not right. I think it's just important to take a step back. 
what I would say is, especially if you can afford it, I guess, it all depends. That's why the reason I feel like vacations exist or, uh, you know, there's multiple other ways that you can do it. You don't have to, like, go on a luxury cruise or anything. Uh, it is important to just, like, stop what you're doing, uh, you know, from your daily routine and just take a, take a break and see what happened in this, you know, what was, what were you doing that, like, what went wrong, what went wrong, and what can you do to fix it, you need some sort of, like, a distraction, that's what I actually tell myself sometimes, when I am, like, working so hard on one thing, and when I put it out there, or it just doesn't work out the way I want it to, and I don't know, it does really affect me, and it just feels like, you know, I feel like when we, we sometimes we are so hard on ourselves and we feel like, oh my God, this is it. Like, it just doesn't work. We are at the lowest. One thing to think about is like when you're at the lowest, like when you just hit the rock bottom, there is nothing worse could happen, right? Like that's all I was like think about now that there is nothing worse can, can, I mean, can make this any worse, you know, just this is worse. So, which is the reason I feel like you have to think about that, you know, you can recover from this. You have so many other ways to do it. Um, so that's one reason I thought like if you are, you know, if you hit the rock bottom, maybe you should take a step back and, you know, do something else to distract yourself. For me, when I feel like I did something and I'm at the lowest, I tend to distract myself by helping others or being involved with other people's problems because I feel like I mean maybe this is not the right way to do it but I feel like I did this and somehow helps me then I come back to my own problems because I feel like when you deal with other people's problems you start to forget forget about your own problems or you don't think about your problems this might be one way of like avoiding your problems which could be very detrimental actually now that I'm thinking about it but I feel like um, maybe you need some like delay, like some sort of procrastination to that problem of yours, then you can come back to it. And that's what I do sometimes. Like I try to help others and there was their things, then I can come back to mine uh, when I'm ready. Uh, because it's important to remember that like we might not be ready for certain things in our life, not at that right moment. It's just, it's normal. It is very, very normal. And the way to get through it is to just think about how, you know, if, like, what is going on, you know? What is something that you can do to change it? Definitely distraction, I feel like, helps. You can definitely distract yourself with something else. And um, even sometimes I feel like you can distract by your distract yourself uh, from, um, you know, from this point of your life by changing the place. This actually, I have heard uh, this helps. Um, I'm not sure if this is like the right thing to say, but I think that that might be actually very, very helpful to think about because um, there are sometimes as a, as a like human, we are, we uh, associate problems with places. At least I do. Like I really do associate problems with places. And when I feel like, I feel like when I go to go back to that place and I start to remember those things that I was feeling or those things that, that was, that I was dealing with, uh, it just doesn't make me happy. I feel like that's one of the reasons, like whenever I like, um, head down to, 
I haven't really had down there that much. I don't think I have. But I haven't really had great memories in D.C. So whenever I actually head down there, um, it does, it just brings back like very sad and uh, weird memories for me. So, um, and I feel like that's really associated with the memories. It has nothing to do with D.C. itself. It's just more to do with the things that I have went through while I was in D.C. So, I just have to say, that's why I feel like maybe changing the space, changing uh, the certain aspect, you know, of the place you're at, that could potentially help you with the things that you're dealing with right now. I think one of the last things to think about, uh, especially when you're at the lowest point of your life, is to not to fake it. This is, this is hard to say, um, because like I feel like everything now on social media and all, as I mentioned before, uh, people just you know fake everything, and, and I include myself. I'm being very very serious. There are so many times I fake that I was happy. I fake that you know I did in a certain way, um, but I was not you know happy at that time uh, at all. Actually, now I just remembered I do have a few stories to tell so I can just begin with that. So I think first one, uh, this definitely really, really hit me. Maybe it wouldn't hit others, but it really did hit me. This was very hard for me. Even now, hard for me to just think about now. So if you guys are not familiar with, uh, I do actually have a merch uh, company. I launched this last year in October. Uh, it, it's called Merce & Co. Uh, this was something that I had been wanting to do for a long time. And I had like under with a different name before, but we changed the name and everything. So that's fun. So I was preparing to launch uh, in October. So I was um, heading to this photo shoot studio in 34th Street. Uh, it's like... Um, I think Hale Square area. It's like a really nice uh, studio uh, studio for uh, photo shoots. So, and I was gonna meet my photographer friend there that she can help me take pictures for the merch. We were gonna be launching our hoodies. So that was the that was the backstory. That's what we was doing. So when I was actually heading down there, um, this happened uh, like last no one before if you i think yeah so last time like in october 2019 so i was still in i was still uh, studying at nyu and i got this uh, message from the nyu dean that one of my professors that uh you know he i think canceled the class like other week that he passed away um that was that was hard to just, uh, I don't know, hear that to like, I was very, I wasn't like super close or anything. We had like, I think two or three classes together, but, um, I was getting to know him and like, we were getting to know him and he was like a very good professor actually. And honestly, I feel like me or maybe one person, one more student in class, we were like the last people who emailed him. So, um, it was, I know it. Everything felt so wrong at that moment. Just think about, like you know, your life just like that. It can be taken away so easily. It was 
it was just so so difficult. Uh, I didn't know how to process it. Even now, I'm just like saying it. I can't just stop thinking about, you know, his life or just life in general, honestly. So, you know, I had the photo shoot and everything scheduled. So it was very, I don't know. I didn't know even how to process it. I was literally in tears when I was, because um, I, I literally was at Starbucks picking up coffee to head to the photo shoot. Um, I got the coffee, like when I got the coffee, literally I was in tears at Starbucks and then I, I didn't know how to, I was just sat down, tried to process what was going on, then head to the, and head to the studio to do the shoot. So what I'm trying to say is, because um, it's not the topic, talk about death, but what I'm trying to say is I, it was, it was very hard for me to do things at that moment but I had to push through it and do it. So what I'm trying to say is sometimes in life, things can be like, you could feel like you're at the worst. You don't want to do anything. Like at that time, I literally was like, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't do anything. I don't know. What's the point of life even like I'm trying to sell this. Like, what am I trying to do? It just didn't, it just didn't feel right. It really didn't feel right at all. So I went there and you know we tried to just I I, honestly I faked it most of the time to think that like I was okay and to go through that so what I'm I guess coming to at that like most of those times like I had to kind of fake things fake things to you know just 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 deal with that moment so I feel like that's why like most of the time I'm just used to just faking things uh and I feel like I would say this to future myself that don't fake it and deal with it. And I feel like because that really affects you. That's what I am coming at that like you shouldn't fake things when you're at your lowest. Obviously, you don't have to show everyone that you're at your lowest because, you know, stranger probably wouldn't understand that. And I would totally say this. But I feel like if you're with your family or friends, it's important to show them or at least tell them what is going on in your life so that like they know you're going through something so somehow they can support you or help you or they can you know be there for you because when you're just you know not telling anyone and you're by yourself uh, it's very difficult to you know just be yourself and what happens is that like when you're faking it you don't realize um what, you don't realize what's going on with you and you just you just kind of like made this alternate reality for yourself that everything is okay you're going to be okay which is like I feel like that's the way you should start with yourself you know that like everything is going to be okay you're going to be okay and you can just keep going with it but that's why um, it's important to deal with your real feelings and to see what is going on and how you can, you know, deal with it at the moment because it's important to uh, deal with those failures or lowest point of your life because just because, you know, just because it's the lowest point of your life doesn't mean that you have to, you don't have to share or you don't have to deal with because just like your happy moments or just like those, you know, big accomplishments you had, 
your lowest point of your life or your failures is just as important. It's important to think about how you can deal with them and how you can go through them uh, with someone else uh, or, you know, some support family, support system that you have that you can go through with. And I would say this, and I would always say this, that, like, it's important to have people behind you, people who can be there for you, because more and more I am realizing, and um, I don't think I have realized so much, places, um, I don't know, like expensive things, things that you can own, they don't matter so much when you are not with the people that you want to be and that's very important because you can literally feel like you're at the lowest point of your life uh, when you literally have everything but not those people. So I feel like because when we are at the lowest point of our lives, we start to think that like, oh, if I had this, I would be happy. If I had this, I would be like that. And I feel like that's like human nature maybe because we always tell ourselves that like, oh, I want to get this. Like, I want to get a car, I guess, right? So you get this car, then you're like, I want to get a house. You get the house, then you're like, I want to get this. Like, we always want more and more, and I guess that's just normal. But what to think about is, like, there are other things. Or, like, I want to have a business. Then you get the bit, you build your business. Then after building a business, I'm sure you're going to want something else. So there's always these points of, like, cycle of life, essentially, that that's about to happen, then you have to share, you know, with someone. And if you don't have someone to share with, then those are not going to be meaningful to you. Because trust me, things can be so meaningful to you, even if you're in a shithole with someone that you like or someone that you care about. Okay, guys, so that was the podcast for this week. Uh, I know this one was very different from last week little bit down and dark but I just really really wanted to share with you guys that some of the things that went behind the scenes that you guys didn't know about you guys didn't even you know hear about that's one of the reasons actually I started this podcast to share you know everything that I wanted to share with you guys fully uh transparent with you guys so yeah, I hope you guys like this episode. If you do, please make sure to give a review and let me know what you guys want to hear next. Uh, I definitely want to do a Q&A and a guest soon. So please keep me posted and I'll see you guys next week.